0: Hey friends, Martha임 here, host of AIJ Cast. As Palestine and Israel continue to be engulfed in tragedy, especially as the humanitarian crisis unfolds in Gaza and my own country and government stand in the way of a much needed ceasefire. I wanted to share a little bit about my own connection with the region and also some news about what's been going on behind the scenes here at AIJ Cast. It's hard to believe, but it has been 23 years since my wife Elizabeth and I picked up our lives and moved from Chicago to Palestine. We were compelled to go by a sense of call to support the church in the land of its birth. We were to be teachers in a large school in the Palestinian village of Zababdi in the northern West Bank. Politically, it was a time of hope, and though recent peace talks between Israel and Palestine had faltered, we arrived there fully expecting to see the birth of the nation of Palestine and be witnesses to the Christian community's role in this new political reality. What unfolded instead was one of the bloodiest periods in that region's modern history, up until the most recent conflict. We found ourselves in the unique position as foreigners, though embedded within a Palestinian community of Christians and Muslims. Our daily online journal, the term blog had yet to catch on, became a portal to share the realities of day-to-day life, both its joys and tragedies. And alongside these glimpses, We also wrote longer-form reflections. For months now, we have been working on transferring all of this content over to my production company, and we will be rolling that out in the near future. In the meantime, if you want to see it now, and be reminded of the aesthetics of a mid-2000s website, you can head over to saltfilms.net. And while much of the content may be dated historically, and I guarantee almost all of the external hyperlinks are non-functional, it still speaks volumes about the core issues at the heart of this conflict, as well as the frustratingly persistent witness of hope in a seemingly hopeless place. Over the next few months, we'll be rolling out a revamped version of that old website. And as we do, we'll be sharing content in a variety of places, including here on AIJCast. And so, to close out this episode, I'll share our very first reflection from late 2000. May it encourage you to seek peace and justice in Gaza, across Israel and Palestine, and throughout this broken and hurting world. This piece is entitled Calculated Provocation, dated October 2nd, 2000. Our dear friends, no doubt you have seen at least some of the coverage of the last five days of bloody clashes between Israelis and Palestinians. The death toll is around 40, mostly Palestinians, while the injured totals hover around 1,000. What began as a response to Ariel Sharon's visit to the Temple Mount in East Jerusalem, which the BBC labeled a calculated provocation in light of the sensitive issue of the city's sovereignty, has spread to clashes throughout Gaza, the West Bank, and now into Israel. Ramallah, Nablus, Nazareth, Bethlehem, Hebron, and many other places have seen armed conflict. The violence is far more lethal now than during the Intifada, because both sides are armed now that there is a Palestinian police, causing a very lethal escalation of force. However, as during the Intifada, this is not an equal contest. The Israeli soldiers are far better equipped and trained. In many ways, Zababdeh seems isolated from the rest of Palestine, both by distance and geography, even in a land where nothing is too far away. The village is in Area A, those portions of the West Bank under full Palestinian control. Outside the town, though, lies an Israeli military training compound, part of Area C, those portions under full Israeli control. There have been some tires burning near the compound, now a familiar sign of Palestinian protest. We remain thankful that violence has not erupted here, and that we, and our fellow villagers, like you, come only as close to the killing as our televisions and radios. People with family in other parts of the region are rightfully worried, and we share their concern talk in the village is that the clashes are bubbling over out of frustrations with decades of Israeli rule and a peace process that has not fulfilled its promise and for many has made life even more difficult. In a sign of solidarity, there was a short parade through town today with people waving Palestinian flags and black banners, mourning those killed in the violence. The rallying cry in memory of the dead was, I wish that my breath and my blood had died instead of you. And for the past three days, there has been a general strike called Closing Schools and Businesses. We watched with a sense of irony and a twinge of tragedy as children reacted to the school closure with the joy of a snow day. We ask for your thoughts. Find out as much as you can, not just what you see on television or in the newspaper. We ask your pragmatic response. The United States has more say in the region than any other country right now. And we Americans should see to it that our nation and our tax dollars are used to promote justice and peace. But most importantly, we ask your prayers that reconciliation, rather than compromise, political gesturing, or destruction, may be the legacy of these days. Salam, Shalom, peace, Martha and Elizabeth.